0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, you may be seated. We've been um, focusing on the subject of solutions provider and the fact that the holy spirit has been given to us as a solutions provider and one of the reasons why you know god has given us the holy spirit as a solutions provider is because he knew that we would encounter problems we will encounter challenges we will encounter issues in our day to day life and it doesn't matter how long you've been existing on earth it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are How spiritual you are, how carnal you are, the reality is that we all experience challenges in life. And these challenges are not meant to break you or to destroy you. Even when you are moving from one level to another, because you are trying to attain for something that is bigger than your present level, it's naturally not easy. So sometimes it's a struggle. So sometimes, you know, you've got to understand that there is a way for me to move from where I am to this other higher level, to this greater level. And God has provided a means. God has provided a helper. God has provided an answer. You know, to whatever issue may be surrounding me right now such that I can cross over to the other side. Hallelujah. I want to start by reading from the book of Psalms 46 from verse 1. And I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Psalm 46 from verse 1. God, you're such a safe and powerful place to find refuge. You are a proven help in time of trouble, more than enough and always available whenever I need you. So we will never fear, even if every structure of support were to crumble away. We will not fear, even when the earth quakes and shakes, moving mountains and casting them into the sea. For the raging roar of stormy winds and crashing waves cannot erode our faith in you. God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. His river flows right through the city of God most high into his holy dwelling places. God is in the midst of his city, secure and never shaking. At daybreak, His help will be seen with the appearing of the dawn. When the nations are in uproar with their tottering kingdoms, God simply raises his voice and the earth begins to disintegrate before him. Here he comes, the commander, the mighty lord of angel armies is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Everyone look, come and see the breathtaking wonders of our God. For he brings both ruin and revival. He's the one who makes conflicts end throughout the earth, breaking and burning every weapon of war. Verse 10, surrender your anxiety. Be silent and stop striving, and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all the nations, and I'll be exalted throughout the whole earth. Here he stands, the commander, the mighty lord of angel armies, is on our side. The God of Jacob fights for us. Have you been preached to already? (laughs) Praise God. Glory to God. So God has packaged answers and solutions for us. God has made available a way for us in every situation. You know, that scripture says that even if every single, you know, support structure we have around us falls and crumbles our faith in God should never crumble. Why? Because we know that he's got our back. Amen. The mountains may be moved, the hills may be removed, but, you know, the Bible says that God's steadfast love will never be taken away from us. And that's why, you know, a writer, you know, wrote a song that said, there's a peace that I've come to know. Even though my heart and my flesh may fail, there's something that gives me an assurance and I know that it is well. It is well. I know there's an answer. I know there's a way out. I know there's a solution. I know that there is a fix. And I can say confidently that it is well with my soul. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Verse 4 says that God has a constantly flowing river whose sparkling streams bring joy and delight to his people. And this river flows right through the city of God most high into his holy dwelling places. And that river that God has given to us, that river that can bring strength and can bring delight and can bring peace to us in the midst of a storm is the river of the Holy Spirit. That river can bring strength. That river can bring grace. That river speaks peace when there's chaos all around us and it's the river of the Spirit. Jesus Christ said in John 7 verse 38 that he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart or out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. So God has given us a way that we might experience peace that we can walk in solutions, that we can walk in answers every day of our lives. Amen. And every manifestation of God that we see around us, that we see in us, we see for us in our days, is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because God the Father is seated in heaven. God the Son is sitting in heaven. And so the, 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 the third person of the Trinity that is at work every day in us, that is at work for us, that is at work on earth, is the person of the Holy Spirit. And so every manifestation of God is going to be carried out through the person of the Holy Spirit because he's the one actively walking on earth. He's the one actively walking in our circumstances and in our situations to bring about the peace of God. John fourteen sixteen says... And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and standby, that He may remain with you forever. And that is who the Holy Spirit is to us He's a strengthener, He's a comforter, He's a standby, He's our intercessor, He's our advocate. He's more than everything to us. And so everything that Jesus Christ was to his disciples, the Holy Spirit is to us today and even much more. Glory to God. So this verse says that the Holy Spirit is a standby. What does standby mean? He's always standing by you. Amen. Now the dictionary says that standby means readiness for duty or immediate deployment a stunt supporter or adherent, one who can be relied upon, one who can be relied upon, one who is always ready to be deployed for immediate duty. Amen. Glory to God. So the Holy Spirit is able. The Holy Spirit is available. You know, some people are available, but they are not able They'll just be walking beside you, you know, and they're, they're looking at you and both of you are looking at your problems and they can't do anything. But they're available though, but they don't have any answer for you. But the Bible makes us understand that the Holy Spirit is able, God is able. And He's not only able, he's available for us 24-7. He is our standby. He will never leave us or forsake us. That's what the Bible says in the book of Hebrews. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So he will never abandon you. He will never give up on you. You will never get to the point where the Holy Spirit says, Ah, this your problem is too big for me. You are on your own. He will never ever hang you out to dry. No matter how perfect you you think you are, no matter how imperfect you think you are, the Holy Spirit will always be by your side. He has been given to us as a gift and he will never ever leave us. The Bible says that he will abide with us forever. Amen. You know, I like the analogy of a standby generator. You know, when you have a standby generator, the idea is that NEPA is supposed to be your primary source of power. Supposed to be. You know, and so when NEPA fails, the standby kicks in. But in our days, the standby has become the primary source. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. So, and, and, and many times, even your standby generator needs another backup. Thank God the Holy Spirit does not need a backup. He's got all by himself. He's got all the help that you need. He's got all the answers that you need. He's got all the solutions that you need. And he is ever ready to be deployed into your situations. Glory to God. So come rain, come shine. He is with you. He is in you forever. And he is totally and completely ever committed to you. You know, it's a joy, it's a delight, it gives you peace and assurance to know that there's someone that will never ever turn his back on you. There's someone that will never ever, you know, give up on you. You might have gone around and you might have messed up and, you know, done all whatnot. You can always be assured that when you come back to him, he's going to receive you with arms open wide and he's going to make his help available for you 100%, holding nothing back, nothing at all. So the Holy Spirit is our standby. You know, that ought to be a living reality, living revelation to us all. That the Holy Spirit is always with me. The Holy Spirit is always in me and always available for me. But how many of us are really truly maximizing all that the Holy Spirit has come to give and to do in our lives? Amen. How many of us? There's no man, there's no woman, there's no friend, there's no foe that can be as you as the Holy Spirit, that can have all the answers that you will ever need in life, but the Holy Spirit does. But many people are looking for the answers in the wrong place, in the wrong places, in the wrong people, and they are ignoring the source of all solutions that God has made available to them. No matter how well-meaning people are, there will be times that their help will fail, so why not camp? I mean, pitch your tent with the one who will never ever fail. Pitch your tent with the one who will never ever give up on you. Pitch your tent with the one who always has your solution and your good and your best at heart. Praise the Lord. John fourteen seventeen says, "He is the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive." Because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I will not leave you orphans, Jesus Christ was saying. I will come to you. And I hope you can hear the heart of God. I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you desolate. I will not leave you helpless. I will not leave you abandoned. So wherever you may find yourself, in whatever situation you may find yourself, I am there with you with an answer. I am there with you with a solution. I am there with you with a light that you need to bring you out of that darkness. I am there with you. And the fact that you don't see me, you don't see him, the fact that you don't feel him does not make him any less effective. We can't see him with our eyes, but he is in us. And he is as effective as he would ever be, even if God opened our eyes to see him with our physical eyes. Praise the Lord. So we must deliberately learn his ways and learn how to maximize his presence in our lives and learn his operations such that we can receive all the solutions that we have. Because we must rest assured that there is an answer and there is a solution to every issue that we may face in life. Praise God. So, what are the things that we can do to ensure that we maximize, you know, God's presence in our lives to bring about the answers that we need and the solutions that we need? Number one, consciously acknowledge him on a regular basis consciously acknowledge him on a regular basis. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is an individual. The Holy Spirit is dwelling in you, and he wants to fellowship with you. He wants to relate with you. He wants to know you. He wants to experience the things that you are experiencing with you. You know, sometimes some people only remember that, oh, there's somebody called the Holy Spirit when they're in trouble. You know, how many of you would like... Um, if someone who is your friend, your so-called friend, and the only time you hear the voice of your friend, oh, my friend, I need this. Oh, I'm in trouble today. Oh, please help me out. After a while, you start avoiding the person's phone call. And stop opening your door when the person comes, you know, to knock at your door. Amen. But the whole, more than ever before, the Holy Spirit wants to fellowship with us. And we should understand that, you know, God has given to him to us, you know, as, as a friend, as a companion, so you can actually develop a relationship with him. And how do you do that? You acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. Sometimes you just wake up in the morning and all you're doing is that you're just worshipping him. You're worshipping him and letting him know that, you know, that, 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 that you're, open, you're, you're opening up yourself to him. Letting him know that, he, that you're receiving his help, you're receiving his direction. Letting him know that he can have his place in your life. And just, you know, spending time just ministering to him, ministering to him in a place of worship. Sometimes you don't just, you don't need anything, but you just want him to know that he is welcome where you are. That he is welcome in your life, that he is welcome to have his way in your life. Acknowledging him on a regular basis, acknowledging him consciously, giving him priority in your life. He is in you, but he will never ever force himself on you. So sometimes, you know, you need an answer, you need a solution, and you're running helter-skelter. And the Holy Spirit is just waiting on you to call upon him. Amen. And so it's important that we we'll learn to build and develop a relationship with him. Take time, talk to him. Take time, worship him. Take time and just minister to him and make him feel good around you. Amen. Amen. Glory to God, even though he will never run away, even if you are not feeling good. But there is a limit to what he can do. You can grieve him. But then you can create an an, an atmosphere where he, he can move in your life, where he can direct you, and where he can take the wheel of your life. So don't wait until you have a problem. Don't wait till you have a need. But it must be a daily approach. It must be a conscious acknowledgement of him, of his presence in your life, each and every day. Each and every day. Amen. Number two understand that his dealings with you will be different from people around you. God has called everyone to an individual race. God has made us all different from one another. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12:4 that there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but there's the same God who walks all in all. And the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. There are different man- So the fact that, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, leads this person in this way, speaks to this person in this particular way, does not mean that that's the way that he's going to lead you or he's going to guide you. Amen. So that's why you need to take time as an individual, you know, open up yourself to the Holy Spirit and understand, you know, the way he deals with you as a person. Some people will go and pray, you know, for three hours and, you know, they will say, oh, and the Lord opened my eyes and, you know, God was speaking, you know, with me for, speaking to me for about one hour. And sometimes some of those things can be intimidating. God, are we not uh, the same, you know, from the same source? But one thing, you've got to learn to trust him. You've got to learn to trust him that he's got your best at heart. So understand the way God deals with you. The Bible says that there are different manifestations of the spirit. You know, there are different ways, you know, the Holy Spirit. Even when Jesus Christ was on earth, you know, there are different ways in which he healed people. The fact, I mean, there are some people that, you know, he would spit on them. There are some people that he told, go and show yourself to the priest. But the bottom line is that, you know, they all got the answers that they needed they got the miracles that they needed amen so God is going to deal with you as an individual why? because he understands your peculiarity there are no two people that are 100% the same and so you can't expect that you know God must speak Expect God speaks to me in this manner I have not heard God's voice except God speaks to me in a vision I have not heard him except God gives me a dream in the night I have not heard him no 1 Kings 19, verse 11. This was Elijah. Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and a strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly, a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here, Elijah? So this was Elijah's experience, you know, the earthquake came, the wind came, you know, he could have decided that, oh God, why are you not speaking to me in the earthquake? Why are you not speaking to me in the wind? Amen. But the Bible says that God decided to speak to him in a still, small voice. No airs, you know, no mountain moving, no shaking of anything around, but just a still, small voice. And sometimes that's all that we need. Just that still, small voice. Just that nudging of the Holy Ghost on our inside. The Bible says that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We must understand that the primary way that God leads us as believers, as New Testament believers, is through the inward witness. God can sometimes decide to have external manifestations, but that's at his own beck and call. But the primary way he will lead us as believers is by the inward witness. Glory to God. So watch out for his dealings with you as a person, as an individual. Number three, learn to obey in the small, insignificant things. Learn to obey in the small, insignificant things. Matthew 25 21 says, His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. You know, the Holy Spirit knows everything about you. Through and through. There is nothing hidden to him about you. And so the things that in your life that you think are so insignificant, sometimes he wants to have a say. The Bible makes us understand that even the hairs on our head, that God knows the number. You don't know the number, but God knows the number. So every little detail about your life is not insignificant to God. So there are times that, you know, the Holy Spirit might want to have a say in this area of your life and you're asking yourself, okay, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? But sometimes if you don't learn to obey God, even in the small things... You know, you might struggle when you need to get big picture directions from God. The Bible says that when you are faithful in the little things, see that is faithful in in, in the little things becomes a ruler over much. And many times that's the way you practice getting comfortable with getting direction and instruction from God. And the small things and the insignificant things. Isaiah 28, 13 says, But the word of the Lord was to them... Precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and caught. Glory to God. So many times God leads us, you know, one step at a time, one phase at a time, and if you don't learn... How to, you know, um, um, how to, how to grab the help of the Holy Spirit? How to get the direction of the Holy Spirit in that phase one? You know, you might not be able to get into phase two. You might not be able to get into the into the next phase of your life. So, whatever, however insignificant it might, when we pay attention to the little things, to the insignificant things, you know, you are placing yourself in a position to be more sensitive to the instructions and to the directions that God is going to be bringing you in every single area of your life. And so don't ignore those tiny promptings. Don't ignore those nudgings of the Holy Spirit. You know, Paul was saying somewhere in in the book of Timothy, I believe, talking about some of the believers that, you know, they had gotten themselves to the point where they had a seared conscience. You know, they were no longer responsive, you know, to the voice and to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that's a danger that we might find ourselves in. If God is, you know, leading you in a particular direction and, you know, you are ignoring him, you are ignoring him, you are ignoring him. You might find yourself in a position where you are no longer sensitive to him. And so the way you ensure that you keep staying sensitive to him is even in the small things obey him in the small things, obey him in the big things. Something might look small to you, but God that sees the big picture knows how important that tiny little piece of the puzzle is to your entire life. Praise the Lord. Trust him that he has your best interest at heart and at all times and do what he says to do. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. You have an issue at hand. You've got to learn to trust God. You don't have the answer, but there is someone that has got the answer. And the interesting thing is that sometimes the answer that that God might give you might not be what you're expecting. You're expecting God to answer you in a particular way. But God has something bigger and something better for you. And so he tells you, this is the way that I want you to do it. And you're asking yourself, God, but this is not what I'm expecting. God, but why? Ask Paul. The Bible says that Paul had a problem, a thorn in the flesh. And he went to God three times. God, take this from me. Take this thorn away from me. And the Bible says that God told him. My grace is sufficient for you. So the answer in this situation is not for me to remove this stone in your flesh. But the answer in this situation is for you to learn how to take hold of my grace. To see you through and to help you to overcome that situation. And those of us that are parents and have children, you know, we know some of these things. Your child comes to you that they want this thing and they want that thing. And, you know, you can see farther than they are. And you tell them, no, you don't need this now, but this is what you need. Sometimes they're crying and grumbling. Amen. And that's how, you know, we as children of God have to learn to relate with the Holy Spirit. He knows us through and through. He knows what is best for us. So you've got to learn to trust him that he's going to lead you into the best path that he has for your life. So sometimes, you know, the things that he might ask you to do might be inconvenient. Sometimes they might be difficult. Sometimes those things might be painful. Sometimes it might require a sacrifice. But you've got to understand and learn that I know that God has my best at heart for me. The Holy Spirit is the one that is ever with me. He's the only one that will never leave me or forsake me. And therefore, I know that if he's leading me in this direction, it certainly has got to be for my good. It certainly has got to be for, 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 for a greater future that lies ahead of me. And so we learn to walk with him, taking one step after another until we get to the place that we want. Isaiah forty-eight eighteen says, all that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. So his instructions will not always be convenient and palatable, but he will definitely get us into this place of solution. The Holy Spirit speaks the voice of Jesus, the word. John 15:26 says, But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father... The Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, He will testify of me. He will testify of me. The Holy Spirit will always lead us in line with the Word of God, never against the Word of God. He will always testify of Jesus, and Jesus is the voice of the Word. So, His leadings and His directions in our lives will always be in line with God's Word. And finally, learn to stay in Him, learn to stay with Him until he comes through for you. Learn to stay with him until he comes through for you. The answer might not come in day one. The solution might not come on day two. Sometimes, you know, God might require you to take some extra time to pray. Take some extra time to fast. Take some extra time to wait on God. Amen. But because you know that, you know, the Holy Spirit has the answer, If you stay with him, if you wait on him, if you wait with him, that answer will definitely come. Many times, you know, we give up because we think that God doesn't show up when we think he should show up. But he has got the answer. He has got what we need per time. He understands where you need to go and how you need to get there. And if you hang on to him, the answer will definitely show forth. Acts 13.2 says that as the minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. For the work to which I have called them. So take time and press into the Holy Spirit. Press into his presence. Stay with him. You haven't gotten the answer yet? Pray some more. Worship some more. Speak the word some more. But the answer will definitely come. The answer will definitely come. Why? Because there's an assurance that God is committed to you. That God is never ever going to give up on you. That God is never ever going to turn his back on you. That even though everything around you crumbles, I know there's someone that is holding me. There's someone that is supporting me. There's someone that has an answer and I'm going to stay with him until my answer comes through. I'm going to stay with him until my change comes. So it's not a time to give up. I know there are many times that, you know, issues might come around us that they take time. Amen. But during that time of waiting, God allow God to strengthen you. Allow God to empower you. What if Paul had turned his back from God? That God, I've been serving you all this while. God, this turn of the flesh, why did you refuse to take it away from me? But he stayed with God. He stayed with God. He allowed God by God's spirit to walk in him and through him. And eventually, you know, he was able to complete the race that God had called him to run. So God has your answer. Never ever get to the point where you are doubting the ability of God. Never ever get to the point where you are tempted to doubt God's commitment unto you. God has given you the greatest gift that he could ever give you. you. He's given you the Holy Spirit to come and abide and camp with you. And the Holy Spirit is not there for fun amen he's not there for fun the Bible says that God is all the while at work in us all the while at work in us so sometimes you might not feel it sometimes you might not see anything change around you but understand that God by his spirit is all the while and he is causing things to work together for your good so stay with him stay with him stay with him, let his grace let his river, you know, bring about joy and gladness and delight even in the midst of the storm that you might have around you there is a river that makes glad, so you can be glad even in the midst of, I haven't yet seen my solution, why? because it is just a matter of time it is just a matter of time and solutions will come, so God has made a way that we can walk in peace every day, we can walk in joy every day Glory to God, because God's spirit has come to dwell inside of us. So learn to take hold of the Holy Spirit. Embrace him like never before. Acknowledge him like never before. And stay with him until your answer comes. Let's rise up on our feet. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. I wanted to just begin to talk to God. I don't, know what, I don't know what answers you need. I don't know what solutions you need. I don't know how long that problem has persisted for. But God is saying right now that there is an answer for you. There is an answer. There is a solution provider on your inside. I have made a way out for you already. And I want you to connect with me like never before. I want you to open up your heart to me like never before. I want you to acknowledge that fact that I am here for you like never before and then you will begin to see things change. You will begin to see things unfold all around you. Hallelujah. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsworth Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsworth Auditorium, Ital Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun. Lagos. Email KMI at Kingsword.org. Telephone 234 810 0640